Hello, and welcome to Clueless Critics, where we critique, review, and analyze what we may not be qualified to criticize. I'm your host, uh, Philemon, also known as Void in, on Instagram and my other various social media. And I'm joined today with, by my co-host... Kyle Guillory. What's up, everybody? How's it going? You can, and you yeah. can find me on Instagram at uh, FishGills. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, follow me on Facebook as well, under my actual name. Yep, yep. I'd like to issue an apology for uh, my absence. I don't know about Fish. He might have been posting stuff, but mostly my absence. Uh, family stuff uh, with me coming back in, and we then went on vacation for two weeks in a car. And uh, so... <sighs> if anybody, any of you, just the PSA. If any of you are told that you're going to be on a trip, a cross-country trip, not on a plane in two weeks in a car, don't do it. Uh, it's, it's not worth it. Uh, by the time I came back, my I, my knees were like, see, you were 22. Now are, your knees are 55. And I've now had to live with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you know how that is. Yeah, man. You know how that is. <laughs> And then, I don't know, I've just been a lazy piece of crap after we came back. I, like, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling like recording nothing. Uh, uh. Yeah, or I like, understand that. I just became lazy, uh, to be completely honest. I got ideas, and I've been slowly making myself, but like, there's that. And then also, I'm trying to study for this mortgage loan thing. Which honestly, I'm not the most psyched for, but you know, I gotta do it because loans and bills and stuff, and I have to be an adult and take responsibility for my actions. So there's that, which can sort of also bum you out and make you not want to do anything. <laughs> um, but you know, have to get to it. This dream ain't gonna make itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, how you been, Kyle? I've uh, been pretty well now that the uh, the storm passed and sun's out. Everything's good for guns now. Out. Yeah, sun's out, guns out. Is it still like? Can you still not like go outside? Is the water still like up? Uh, like crazy? No, I, uh, actually, we're able to drive around. But as I was saying when we were first recording before, oh, yeah, we had those issues. Second take. Second because is... I'm an idiot and didn't turn my mic on. Yeah. yeah. So keep behind the veil, guys. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hey, my area, you can you can drive around. Um, there's just mm-hmm. certain roads that are still a little flooded, and uh, like sur- some stores are open. They have uh, uh, they have a limit to how many people can go in. You know things like that. Uh, um, but uh, for the most part, like right now, which what started, uh, there's been lootings and uh, robbing, robbing at gunpoint. For, for oh, groceries. Um, People are desperate. Yeah, getting a little crazy. So, you know, I mean, everyone's not for too... groceries. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's like... That's crazy. We, like, it's not even like... It's only one part of the country I understand, but like, that's like some post-apocalyptic type. Like, dang. Right. Yeah, but you know... Great I mean, for Texas, guys. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and you then know, help them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I give money something. <laughs> thankfully though, thankfully though, haven't haven't heard too much about that happening. So I'm so I'm thinking it's a little 
it's a little rare. Hopefully little it's not a, a very yeah. common thing, but we do have a curfew going right now. So, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, maybe that's, that's probably a result of the lootings and stuff, the looting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dang bro. But, uh, um, yeah, we're all good. Uh, oh, I would, um, I'm trying to figure out like, uh, Okay, first, I guess I'm going to start off with the funny one and then the more serious one. First, I saw this thing. <laughs> Maybe it's not supposed to be funny, but I saw this thing on Instagram where this guy posted and he was like in Texas and he was like, oh, just so you guys know, there are sharks are now in the waters of our main highways. Mm. And I was like, I was geeked because I was like, no, we can't just have Bruce and his cronies just be out in these streets already. Like how much worse can it get <laughs> now we got nemo and his squad out here and then the the other one was like i wanted to ask you if you saw anybody that you knew had like property damage because i saw that sinkhole thing that happened on the highway and i was like this is not okay mm. yeah <laughs> like there's actually i mean you could call it a, a sinkhole that what i'm about to tell you but it's basically just the the ground gave out and like near this uh a friend of ours house like they had a neighbor mm. across the street who their their uh the ground like their yard, front yard actually just gave way like and just sunk uh, oh, i mean boy. so yeah which is weird I, I didn't even know that could happen but um that's that's all i <laughs> that, that that's about all i've heard of that and then like a part bruh. of the highway collapsing like that's I wouldn't go outside after that. I, actually, I'd be terrified to be in the house, but like low key, if I could just, if, if I was just hearing stories like, oh yeah, and now the ground just is giving up, you know, like, it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to support your weight anymore. Mm, <laughs> I'd be like, you know yeah. what, I'm, a, I'm good, guys. I'm going to just, I'm going to just chill in the place where I think the ground is still like cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, like, uh, we, we do have a, like I was saying before, we do have a friend who, you know, they, they actually were rescued, you know, on a boat and, um, you know, they, they have a video of, of water up to the, the height of their beds, you know, inside the apartment. And they, they actually went back on a, one of them went back on a boat with her brother and, you know, mm -hmm. took video of her, like they're, they're riding like a, you know, a motorized boat. I don't know what the heck it, it's called, but you know, just. Riding a little boat, you like ride around the whole apartment complex is wow. That was pretty crazy to see. Uh, it looked it looks like a river in some areas, and it and it shouldn't, but it does. Looks so. Basically, you're telling me Houston was like Houston is now just like Venice, Italy. Just <laughs> yeah. people people using boats to get around now. That's. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's because uh, they released a hundred percent of the water from the reservoirs. So, so to, to occur. yeah, to prevent the the flooding that happened with Katrina and in, in New Orleans, mm -hmm. prevent that from happening here. But I mean, it, it's, uh, it's is it bad over in like other states like New Orleans and stuff? Has it gotten there yet, or is well, it like just well the the hurricane hit them a little bit. I like the tail hit them. I think it was the tail, and then you know majority of it came towards us. Then it's you know it's supposed to bounce back. Okay, I haven't I haven't checked yet today, but 
it was supposed to bounce back and then go to them. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully it doesn't come back to anyone, but it's supposed to bounce back. Yeah, I heard it's supposed to stay in the Gulf. Like, usually, like, hurricanes, like, get out of the Gulf and just, like, dissipate in the middle of the Atlantic or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, evidently it's, like, going for, like, a victory lap or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what concerned me. I've never heard a hurricane going into the Gulf and be like, you know what? I I think I left something in Texas. Like, Mm -hmm. what? No. Leave. (laughs) Don't come back. Nope. No. Uh, yeah uh, yeah hopefully not because then that uh, dude as much water as we've gotten it that would be really bad because uh katrina they got mm-hmm. they got like was it it's seven seven trillion gallons of water of rainfall i think or God. was was how much they were hit and then we got 15 15 trillion so double that and and then, and then yo and then that comes back. I mean, we're screwed. And then I think everybody's just gonna have to leave for a while. Like, yeah, I don't think. I'm, I don't know if that part of Texas is gonna be habitable. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, that that would suck. Hopefully, everybody gets out would get out safe. But it'd just be. Would that mean your side? Would that mean your side? Like, would that mean like you and your family might have to move? Um, I would, I would assume so because, you know, even, uh, before they let the, the reservoir open, uh, we were actually getting flooding like up, up our drive driveway, which we have really good drainage already, but it it was just, it wasn't helping. Like we, we were actually flooding, which was, you know, that was already crazy. So, I mean, if we were to get that again, I don't know, you know, I have no idea. May, uh, maybe it wouldn't, but, um. You never know. Maybe you should. Oh, you're, oh man, I don't want to. This is like a really downer of an opening. But uh, would you guys be able to, like, I don't know, move into someone who lives like on the east side of Texas or something? Well, or like, what we would actually probably end up doing is just going up to Dallas for a bit because they actually didn't get hit at all. Okay. And because uh, we have family there, so that's that's probably cool, what we cool. could do for a while. Cool. It's no big deal. Man, but that sucks because then you got you basically have to uproot yourself and then yeah, try to restart. All I need is a pen and paper. It's all good. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking about your broader family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're good, dude. You're just like, bro. I, I could. I have. I already have a specialized skill, dude. I could make money. Like <laughs> that, that. As long as I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all that matters. Honestly, well, the money, that's, that's not what I meant. I just meant my happiness, dude. Like, I'm happy yeah, yeah, with it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You know, like that. Yeah, but exactly. As long as, as long as we're alive, dude. We'll make it work. Yep. I got you. Yep. So, uh, what, what are we going to talk about today, man? What, what, uh, what we got on the plate? Okay. So for the first section, we're gonna just i was just gonna we're just gonna critique the crap out of comics all right because we're both we're both enthusiast slash aspiring comic book makers and artists so we you have a couple of comics and when i say couple couple i mean between the two of us metric buttons <laughs> that, what that we've read oh yes and or or watched or whatever. watched yeah or watched the tv version 
Right. Or and so we have like just this we have a couple reservations and great things about the medium that we want to talk about. And then later on, I guess we're just going to be talking about uh motivation and such. So tune in, strap in, uh and get ready. Um I I I particularly want to talk about I particularly want to talk about at first the difference I find between comic books in the in I guess Japan and comic books in uh in America. Okay. Um maybe maybe even the view of them. Maybe we should start with a broader stroke and just say like the view of them. Yeah. Would you would you agree that in like they in Japan at least in their industry a lot of the people sort of view it as a medium more than this thing for like nerds or kids right yeah totally i yeah, i think overall it's pretty much it's common knowledge that that's kind of the view for mm-hmm. both ways like it, the only people i know of like in my family for example that ever read comics or it would be like mm. my dad and my uncle yeah you know and and oh and it's very male intense in the in the in right. the in america and i i assume europe actually i take but... that back you know it's funny you say that because my stepmom mm. actually has a ton of comics from like the 80s but i oh, mean they're okay. they're specifically like you know um Oh man, I think it was uh there's a female group of like superhero fighters that Oh okay. They're like a singing group. I, I think it's no uh, I wanna say Josie and the Pussycats, but that's not it. But basically <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. it would be like your your equivalent of um what's the one for girls in Japan? What's it called? Shoujo? Yeah. Is it it'd the, be like the, equivalent. That, that's that. more like teenage girls, it, but yeah. It, it'd be like that equivalent, I guess. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Because like I guess they do, they do have the, the the similar audiences for comics here, but like it feels like it's much more evenly from from my perspective obviously. Mm-hmm. But like it seems like it's much more evenly like broadcasted and explored for different like they're different audiences right like uh i guess we could break it down there's the if i remember right there's the shonen which is made for teenage boys mm-hmm. then there's sign-in which was made for adult men and above right right then there's the equivalent for the females which is shoujo which is teenage girls stuff that's the, the audience is the audience is primarily them and then there's um what is it uh, jo- uh isn't it Josei? Josai? Josai. Josai? I thought it was Josai. Josai? Something like that. Something like that where it's like the equivalent for adult woman. And like, as you can expect, the themes, it allows for them, their, their comics to explore themes that, you know. Very wide variety of themes. Oh, very Huge. wide variety of themes. It's where It's similar to us in movies. Like, yeah, basically, like, they view their comic books as they view their movies, really, which is interesting. Um, 
Uh, and it just it, it allows for more storytelling, even though there are tropes for each audience type, obviously, just like there are tropes for every audience type for movies, right? But still, I, I feel like if that's the one critique for comic books in America, it's that it's that, and then also that they're ruled by like <laughs> two com- three they're- companies, two. Three, three, three or four companies. Like at least Japan has like. Of course, Shonen Jump is like crazy, but like they still have like billions of other magazines that are just there. They are just like have their own stories. Yeah. So it's like maybe maybe it's just maybe maybe that expression comes from the fact that they just have more competition. Yeah. You know, like the bigger companies have more competitions that are also conglomerates. It's weird, like because I feel like there's a lot of indie comics that are that do what we are talking about that the Japanese industry do, but because they're indie and they're sort of by themselves, maybe they just don't have that marketing push. Like, right, a company who's willing to take your story and like you're together with other people who's willing to push that as well. Yeah, maybe, the, maybe that's it. The only. I mean, not the only one, but the only one I can think of. I'm sure there's others. Uh, companies that are that support independent uh, comic book artists or writers, whatever, would be uh, Image Comics because you can actually, Image, yeah. you can actually, you know, make your comic, uh, s- uh, send it to them, and then they'll, they'll decide whether or not they take it on and you know market it for you and everything. But you know that that's probably th- their probably the best example i can think of it for that but other than mm-hmm. that if you're independent i guess now maybe it would webtoons? it would just be yeah that and just building your audience and you know funding a kickstarter you know doing a patreon true true true, like true, true true which i think actually dude, the options have gotten bigger it's just they have it's just finding it's the, the audience popularity yeah, yeah getting the audience and making it pop off it'd be interesting i think webtoons like neighbor you know them they started mm-hmm. out in Korea. Korean comics are really interesting too because they don't really do, from what I've noticed, they don't really do a lot of published books. But their webtoon scene is immense. Mm. Um, uh, so makes sense. they it's started. Less cost. True, but like they're starting to come over here, and they have like an American branch for Naver Webtoon, where a lot of I'm seeing a lot of like indie comic book people get on there. And I'm wondering if maybe Naver can like surplant themselves or put themselves up there as like you know you know push themselves as like another alternative to like DC and all of them you know get get some really popular comics out there get a really good marketing push it's just it's just one of those things where Marvel DC and image and what uh, there's another one dark horse i guess yeah I don't dark, know if dark horse is stuck but like marvel and dc are just the oldest so they're just so surplanted in the american psyche you yeah. know yeah, yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of like the it's kind of like apple and iphones it, it's just obviously they're yeah this is they're after dc and marvel but that's that's an example of it like when people think oh i want a great phone they don't think of anything else other than an iphone most of the time i iPhone, maybe Android. Yeah, and it, and it was, I guess it was Galaxy for a while, the Samsung yeah. Galaxy, until it blew up a few times. Yeah, and then they were like, "Nah, B, <laughs> I ain't trying to die." Yep, <laughs> I ain't trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that hurt them heavy. Um, but they're fine. They make TVs, so yeah. Samsung song will be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, it, it's in every industry. Like, there's yeah, just like with computers, there's a million like like uh, gaming computer makers out there, but no one knows about them. That it, yeah. like your average consumer doesn't know about them. Like someone yeah, who's it's really like Alienware, into it. That one guy with the squiggly line. Mm-hmm. That's times three. I don't know the name of that company. Yeah. Uh, those are like the two famous ones. So like branding is really important for comics, I guess. Sadly, which breaks down like, which really breaks it down, you know, like the competition part of it for sure. Yeah. I think the internet has helped, which I fully support the whole like breaking down of like the gatekeepers sort of deal. Yeah. Um, which which is why I advocate for a free internet. Yeah. you FCC <laughs> trying to make it so that the conglomerates can do whatever they want with Wait, IPs. No, I haven't. I haven't kept up with that recently, though. Yeah, uh, we don't I need remember to get during this. But... Remember, yeah, remember during the summer there was a thing about it, obviously. But like the thing that concerns me is that there's so many things going on. I'm concerned one of these things is going to distract us while they're like pulling stuff behind the scenes that we're not noticing. Right. Yeah, I've already sent like, like two. Two friggin' paragraphs. Emails? Yeah, like I essays worth Yo. of stuff to it. Yo, I remember the first time I did it. I started roasting. <laughs> I was roast. I was like, you guys are idiots. You really need to stop. And you need to fire that guy with his big mug that nobody cares about. Seriously. Like, you guys understand why we don't want this to happen, right? Yeah. It, don't don't try to butter us up and be like, oh, but it's actually great and it's not actually going to stop. No. Yeah. It, no. It would kill all sorts of competition and progress. The, like, like, like limiting the sharing of information, first of all. Oh, my God. Like, like okay. Here's the thing that gets uh, me, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing that really gets me, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't want this to be about politics. But the people who are in power right now are the right. And I'm my my parents are Republicans. It's cool. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but how can you be that so much for like they're they're branded as the people who are all about capitalism? But when you give power to the big <laughs> big companies, that's like starkly anti-capitalist, isn't it? Like, didn't we go through this in like? The industrial revolution, <laughs> like with the monopolies, like you should know. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I think you, even though there are definitely uh, laws in place to prevent a monopoly from happening, it still sort of happens. Like, like not duopolies. They, they yeah. just Like they're just like we won't f with you, don't f with us, and exactly. then we'll crush all the competition. Yeah. Why do you? Why do you think there's only like four major ones? You act like they act like they hate each other, but in reality, they're just like, yeah, let's just keep it between us. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't let anybody come through. Oh my gosh! <sighs> but you know, hey, dude, it still relates. It still relates. Oh. Marvel and DC. It still Bruh. relates. <sighs> and they're hey, and they're great. They do their thing. They just they they definitely need more competition so that they they improve on certain aspects of their yeah of their comics more that need big, to be changed more big competition hey do you want to just make a big 
comic book studio in like 20 years when we're established. I mean, I don't want to run a single thing. I just want to make the make comic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to make comics with you. I would, I would just get a business guy to run the business. I just wanted to like maybe make a union where we just like advertise stuff for each other. I don't know. It's just, I just want to break it up. Like obviously in capitalism, it, especially in stuff like entertainment, it always helps to have competition. Yeah, absolutely. Because that forces everybody else to get good. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know, man. It just, uh... You don't have to wait that long, too. 20 years is a long time. Yeah, I know. I was just giving us, like, time. So time. that... I feel that. So So that we could, like, completely revolutionize the comic book industry. You know, give yourself big goals. Yes, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We're completely revolutionized the comic book industry. If we fail, what did, what happened? We just made really good comic books? <laughs> okay, Fair I'm fine enough. with that failure. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> or, or decent, because if they're really good, then we would revolutionize it. If they aren't really good, then we won't well, revolutionize well, They'll just here's be like, the thing. Okay. Here's the thing about being really good. Here's the thing about really being really good in the comic book industry or any industry in general. It's just like I've noticed you can be really good, but if you're if if people don't know that you're really good, (laughs) sure. It's like we have to also we all yeah you also have to take care like the people knowing who you are side of things, you know, which is something I feel like maybe a lot of artists don't want to get into. Like I've I've noticed a lot of artists, and I'll I'll get maybe I'll get back to comic books. They're just like I just want to. I just want to make. I just right. want to create. Right. But if if yeah. you're by yourself, you still have to care about people knowing you exist. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, and I feel like like I get that that same kind of feeling sometimes. Like when I'm when I'm off doing my own thing. Yeah. When when I'm off doing my own thing, I'm like it's it's a scary feeling because you're like I'm okay with being off doing my own thing. I don't want to do anything else. And then. Yeah. And then you realize, wait, if I don't do anything else, nobody's going to know that I'm doing this stuff. If I don't talk exactly. to other people, no one's going to know I'm doing this. Um, like it's it's a necessary thing and it doesn't necessarily need to be like like you don't need to be in the bat cave by yourself. Even freaking Batman has a bat family, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't do that just by himself, dog. Yep. I <laughs> Superman agree. got a Superman family, dog. Like he literally has a son and a wife and like his cousin and a super dog. Like, yep. come on now, <laughs> boy. Man can't do it himself, dog. And don't let's not forget the freaking Justice League. Oh, anyway, man. hey man. Uh works yeah no matter how powerful you are you still need someone is you're only as powerful as the team behind you right yep um beside you it's just behind beside you crap you. beside you man together hey man equals sometimes sometimes they need to be behind you so they can kick you in the butt to get stuff done fair enough that's a good way to put it i like that <laughs> uh uh what else um so yeah we're going back to comic books and uh, so it was one of my critiques with the comic book industry. It doesn't seem like the big guys are willing to have crazier stories, and uh, I think and even go ahead. Oh, I think I think the artists and writers would be okay with it. I think they're actually really. I think they're all interested in doing it. It's just oh, yeah. it's not their decision. 
you know it's not that it, yeah they're yeah. they're in there with the company yeah, yeah 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 editors have a lot of sway also it's just branding i guess i guess i don't know there are people there people have already become fanboys of certain things so yeah. you have the, the best you can do is sort of sneak it into the story rather than just like start it out somewhere else i don't know yeah and i don't then you have to figure out you have to marvel and dc are very much about sales right so the risk reward of new idea will it make money versus tried and true you know it's it's a it's in constant flux right yeah i think there's They've they've done plenty of you no. Know, there's been been plenty of changes to the overall. Like if we're talking specifically like what you're saying to me earlier before we started recording the silhouettes of characters and stuff. There's been changes to that. Like just oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. the Hulk as an example. Like when they first oh, made definitely. him, he looked like a caveman, a, a small yeah, just caveman, a slightly bigger man, slightly bigger man. Now he's huge, like freaking huge, and he, yeah, he's just hulking muscle. Oh, yeah, he's just awesome. Looks awesome. So and then, ah oh, man, you know I actually really like a lot of the characters from Marvel. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just yeah, it's just a, like certain uh, like the Justice League TV show, for example, was a terror. Like it, it's a it, it fits it was into a, that cookie it was cutter a, thing where everyone's same yeah. body type, like literally yeah. same body type. Yeah, like that's an example of when it wasn't so great. Like um, I still watched it, like twice. Yo, that show was flames. It was still awesome. Don't lie, John Stewart, Best Lantern, dude. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Don't get me wrong. Hal Jordan has been like every color, and Kyle Rayner is literally the Lantern of Life or whatever. But John Stewart is my nigga, yeah. dude. I don't give two craps. Yep. John Stewart is my dude. He's just out there. He's out here in space, banging hot, uh, what? banging hot girl. Oh, Hawk remember? Girl? What? Yeah, you don't you remember Justice League Unlimited? Oh, when they got together, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. And I was just for like, whatever reason, you I get thought that it, redhead fam. For for whatever reason, I thought he, he and Wonder Woman were together. I can't, I don't know why. No, that, that was Batman. Yeah, I know. The Justice I just, League I, thing. They're always flirting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but he, it's it's funny because even though their their silhouettes were very similar. You know, because of the body types, there was there was still variety in each character. In the color scheme, yeah. Well, color scheme, but in on like more of a writing example, right, and then, right, and then yeah, the yeah, voice yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah. You know that it, everything course. else was put in like to really place well, really to well. Yeah, make it forgiving. Well, yeah, and you don't even you don't it doesn't even really matter. Like, yeah. I mean, I yeah, some people probably disagree with that but i i don't think it, it mattered too much but it's just a it little, would have been better yeah yeah it would just be a it's little, a little more... off-putting when you get into art and you realize wow they're all the same height mm. yeah <laughs> like yeah. Eh, <laughs> i don't know if that exists in real life dog <laughs> yeah because there's uh i got the same jaw shape jaw structure uh, another <laughs> example i can think of is is dark side there's been a few there's been there's one movie uh, one animated movie he they had him in where he was two or two and a half times the height of Superman. Everybody. And yeah. and he was just huge. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it was and it was great. And then mm-hmm. I think 
Was he was he in one of the movies? Or no, he, oh, he, he probably was. In, was. I, I, my bad. He was in the in Justice Two. They added him into yeah, Justice Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he's as an extra character, right? Yeah, he's yeah. bigger, but he's only slightly bigger. And slightly bigger, yeah, 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 yeah. man. And I just really love that you know that hulking, hulking one. huge. Size. Well, they did the same thing for Brainiac, right? Isn't Brainiac really tall too? I'm not sure. In Justice, I don't know. I don't like, know. I did. He's like uh, half a. He's like a head taller than everybody else. Oh, I, I don't remember. I don't know. But still, it's like okay. They look great. It's just yeah. their, their their size. The size difference is like it's. I think it's I because they're going they're going for that that realistic look. Yeah. And they're not pulling away from it too much, which. Yeah. I think they even decreased the size of Bane from the first game, but I wasn't really sure. Like he looked mm. a little bit smaller. Which I is feel really like the weird. things were a little bit more exaggerated in the first game. Honestly, I think they went for a little bit more for realistic body proportions in this one. Yeah. Yeah, um, which I mean that I I don't I I don't know if they're trying to relate the game to the movies. Maybe that that's like the deal they got maybe. going on right now. I don't. Maybe that's maybe. what it is. But maybe. It wouldn't surprise me if they have skins for like the Justice League movie or whatever. Yeah, because they had because you know the whole skin thing. Yeah, they had the Man of Steel skin for for uh, Superman yeah, in the first game. Of course, of course, yeah. and they probably have the Batman. I think they 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 definitely have the dark. They if they don't have the Dark Knight trilogy skins, <laughs> I would. They 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 messed up. Yeah, uh, I, they I'm also. Sure they did. And then if they don't have the Batman v Superman skin, they probably also messed up. Oh man, and that's just that's just like a duh. Based off of one of the best Batman comic books of all time, they they actually released uh, uh, three I think three new characters uh, recently. Oh, yeah. And Starfire. What? The vo- the thing I love most about that game is just the voice lines, like at the beginning. Where yeah. They, like, they- they tell you the little story stuff. If you know comics, you're like, ah, ouch. When they when they kind of like talk to each other. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like when they like do the clash. Yeah. In the middle of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> the one with Starfire versus Robin is so bad because <laughs> it, it's just like you killed you killed the one person I love, and he's just like it was an accident, and you're like. Ah. Damn it, Dick! Why'd you have to go and die? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! They're... Dick Grayson, best Robin. Dick Grayson, I just like best him. Robin. <laughs> OG best Robin. He's just—I don't care a crap about who. If Tim, Tim is smarter, or what's his face, the guy with the guns, he's edgier. I don't. Hey, man! I just like Dick because you know... he's just. I could hang out with the guy. I could be like, yo, you know what? You don't seem like you have mental problems after hanging out with Batman. There's something special about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I don't know, man. I I'm a little bit on, I'm a little bit on the Jason Todd team because just Edgelord not McGee. not because I like him. I like. I like his uh, story was good. I like I'm the not story of deny him. that. Yeah. The story was the story was great. I'm just I'm, I'm not arguing that at I like, all. I like the I, I like characters who've got a little bit of that descent to mad into madness type of thing going for them. You know, mm. it, it's it's always just really interesting to me. So, which I mean, like 
it, I can just pick out one from like anything. So mm-hmm. Hunter X Hunter, like my mm-hmm. favorite, one of my favorite mm-hmm. shows ever. Hisoka mm-hmm. is my favorite character. Like he's like top, maybe top three out of any mm-hmm. series. Just cause he's just, mm-hmm. he's weird, but very, <laughs> he's, he's very strange, but he's really cool and interesting. Mm. Oh man. I could, I could, that, that's an interesting conversation to have. Interesting villains. We might have to put a pin on that. Yeah. And talk about that interesting, time. Or just interesting anti-characters, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, but, um, that, that being said, I'm just like sitting here like, we were talking about manga and stuff, but we got sidetracked heavy. But it's whatever. It's still comic books. Still comic. Is this books. one of? Is is this one of those things where, like, if I were to go into shonen, because we're like right now we're like critiquing the aesthetic of it, but then we could get into the stories of things where it's interesting to me. There are long running shonen, right? Yeah. That go on forever and ever, and like One Piece. The guy's like on chapter 2000 or something and he's like, they got an interview to him and he's like, yeah, I'm about, we're just about barely halfway through the One Piece story. That's, and he was just like, you've been doing this since 1990, like six, dude. That's scary, dude. That's so, <laughs> that's insane. We still have 20 more years of One Piece. <laughs> I'm gonna have a family and kids. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, yeah. by the time this dude is done. And yeah, and and speaking of that that story itself, like there's so much. Like there there hasn't been a time where I felt like, wow, this is unnecessary. Like no. That's the crazy thing. He's kept the pace everything like his character design, his pacing, everything is just like I don't understand how he can keep going. Yeah. But he can. Yeah. And it's still not bad. Like, I'm still interested to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he also, I think the thing that helps is that he planned for it to be this long. Yeah. Like, as a critique towards manga, sometimes, um, if you've ever read Bakuman, you sort of, it, it's like a manga about two characters who are trying to get into the manga industry and becoming mangakas and stuff. And it's like based itself on Shonen Jump. So it opens your eyes on like how the Japanese industries works, right? The author and writer are the same team that made Death Note. So you, you see parallels in the main character stories to their own. So it's interesting because if you're, it's, it's right. Like how a story ends, especially in Shonen stuff is on based on popularity. Not too similar, not too dissimilar, but it's more like the rankings, like people vote their rankings as opposed to sales, where in America, sometimes a story will end or they'll tell you a wrap up once they see the sales start to decline and get weird. Um, so, I mean, because it's, isn't it, aren't they released within like a magazine or something? Yes. Okay. So it's the sale of the magazine is dependent on how popular the stories are within them. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that makes sense, which is why they would take polls so that they polls, know right. what people are interested in and so what they continue with. Yeah. Well, so like, 
but you can see where the flaws in that system could lie, right? There is an interesting story, manga story called Siren, P-S-Y-R-E-N. If you look it up, you can probably find it. I don't know if there's any manga you can buy. If you can, get it. It was interesting, but I, it didn't catch enough people to keep going. So it sort of ended in an abrupt way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can sort of tell by the ending if you read it. It had a lot of potential. Then there's another manga. Um, and then there's also the elongation of certain manga. You can tell with Naruto or Bleach or some of them that they weren't planning on going as long as they wanted. Right. As as like the editors were like, or people were telling them to go. Like they caught uh, this and then like, you can sort of tell like, and definitely in certain arcs where it was like, okay, you weren't planning for this, like to do this much or to have these characters. Um, evidently Sasuke wasn't supposed to exist in the original version of Naruto, but the editor was like, Hey, put him in. He needs a rival character. Cause you know, shonen tropes, shonen battle manga tropes. You always need the rival character who has the opposite demeanor to the main character. Huh. <laughs> Uh, think about it. Started with Goku, Vegeta came through, opposite demeanor, happy-go-lucky Goku. Uh, if you have a serious character who's your main character, the uh, the opposite rival character or best friend is, like, the happy-go-lucky one. Hmm. Like, and, you know, and it, it sort of restricts writing, which is a knock on manga, yeah. but one of the thing, the, the thing, with all those knocks, you can still say, though, they end. Right. <laughs> Like <laughs> they end. Oh they, my gosh. Th- th- there's an ending eventually. Yeah. At some point. I th- with with comic books, it gets to a point where like you look at a character like Superman, and he's going through all this character development, and then you're just like, in the back of your head, he's gonna, he's gonna reset. He's gonna be like a snot nosed kid again. <laughs> like he's gonna have to learn again. You get it? Like so, if you're in like. It, it it doesn't feel like there's... It feels like... I don't know. To me, it gets to a point where all the character progression or whatever that a character goes through seems cheapened through a reboot. Mm. You know? Yeah. You feel me? Like, I don't know. Maybe with a DC, eventually... DC has this... Uh, uh, DC versus Marvel, right? They're, Marvel's starting to get into this, but DC more often has characters or titles that are like passed down it seems now like especially with the green lanterns like there's been millions of green lanterns right so like the next green lantern could be some dude right and i think there's i hope that they're doing that with superman that eventually superman's son becomes the new superman right you know like there's like a passing of time i was like because i'm thinking right Especially with Superman. Batman, you can always sort of write for because he's a man who's just, like, really smart. So he has enough weakness. Superman's really hard to write for because he's low-key perfect. Um, and he was created to be perfect in a world, in a time where people were going to war and they needed hope. But, like, after that, it was like, how do we make him interesting? Uh, that's Which is why they added in that whole thing of him uh, potentially being the thing that everyone has to fight against with his old... Yeah. It's crazy. It makes him it makes him interesting because he could be a great final villain. 
Right. Like, how do you beat someone who's supposed to be unstoppable, mostly? Um, but also, it's like, he's very tricky to write, write for because people have attached themselves to him, right? So, in my head, one of the fixes I've had for maybe Superman is make him, like, go through his character thing, right? But then make him a side character. He can be, li- he literally can be the old wise man that gives you advice. especially at this point where he's like i've been like in the decades of superhero history i've been doing this for like years like especially with like i would love it for the new superman eventually they do a time skip to have his son jonathan kent who's half human half superman right or kryptonian be learning his stuff and then be like yo dad uh i need advice (laughs) like like have an old superman come in and be like yeah man i'll help or like, and then eventually be like, have Superman leave or whatever, or do something and like, or die, and then new super new Superboy has to learn how to do this without Daddy. Yeah, at least it'd be interesting because he's actually half human, so he can actually have weakness. <laughs> you know, and, um, and if you know, I I don't know enough about uh, his. Like you said, he's hard to write for. I don't know enough about his character development to come up with anything, but. Uh, he does, he does, he sounds like, he sounds like that, for example, my, like, I have, I have a brother and mm-hmm. he doesn't, he's the type to not get into big arguments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, he'll, he'll only say his piece, like, when it's necessary mm-hmm. or like, if you ask him. And I feel like yeah, yeah. that's. That's the, I feel like that's kind of the equivalent. Cause like from the outside, you don't, you feel like you don't know the person, you know, of course mm-hmm. I know my brother very well. Fuck, we're best friends, but lived with him. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, from the outside, you feel like you don't know them, but mm. that there's still a point, you know, even people who, who aren't very talkative get to, they get to a point where you know, they, they start to say more and it's just, it's usually, you know, if, if we're comparing, you know, real life to a character, it's usually just genuine, like advice type stuff or a little bit of jokes here and there, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's usually, it's like all those years of being, uh, like quiet and reserved have like allowed them to develop on the inside, you know, think about what they yeah, say. They think a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, which is, you know, which I think that fits with what you're saying. The old wise man, he wouldn't mm-hmm. say much. He wouldn't have to, it, it would just be like, like here and there, a little bit of advice. And then just like, maybe like as he's watching his son do something, a little smirk or like, yeah. You know, just just a little bit which, of expression. Which I will say, him coming back and being married to Lois and having a son is probably one of the most interesting things for Superman to go through. Because at the uh, like, it's him. It's it's him in a new way, right? We've right. never seen Superman be a parent before, right? And not only that, a parent to a child that has superpowers that we don't know how they're going to kick in because he's also half human. Right. Um, so that is an interesting thing. I will say that that part of DC Rebirth is great. Superman as a dad 
is giving him new doubts because like the first thing I've heard the thing I've heard about being a parent is when if your first thing is when you see your child you're like extremely ex- extremely happy right there's this extreme uh estaticism uh, and then afterwards it's like every day of your life you're like scared because <laughs> you're like what's going to happen to my kid <laughs> i don't i don't want my kid and then imagine if your kid's literally like related to the most powerful being who has a lot of enemies it does give superman a humanizing element because he has to worry about somebody other than himself right who's not as powerful as himself you know and he doesn't want to say the right thing meaning well say the wrong thing meaning well and then turn his son down a path of you know evil or whatever right Mm. same thing with batman same thing with Batman. Obviously, he sort of had this role with all the Robins, but having Damian Wayne, who's his actual blood son, being a Robin, it gives Batman that whole, like, crap, I have to parent. Like, I have to be also more than Batman. <laughs> like, I have to be Bruce Wayne and Batman the dad. Like, <laughs> also interesting, I will give DC Rebirth this. It's very interesting. Batman is actually sort of moving forward in his life. He, okay, so, quick plot point. They're doing this whole thing about people, their memories being removed for five years because of of, uh, the New 52, right? When they rebooted, and now now they're starting to get their memories back. Like, and then Batman's realizing five years of my memory have gone, right? There's this story he did with the flash where the flash go him and him go through the time stream and then they go to the flashpoint universe right where bruce wayne died and his dad became batman right and then you see bruce like break down and he's like dad you could come back with us and he's like he's like his dad's like no i have to stay here but also bruce i have one last piece of advice for you as like the world's like warping and stuff and he's like don't be Batman. And then, like, you see him warp, and they warp out, and Bruce just crying. Wow. Right? And it's like, you you know, he's like, basically, it's like, Bruce, you're not moving forward in your life because of this pain that you have. Don't be Batman. Live. Have a wife. Have a family. Keep moving forward. Obviously, he doesn't stop being Batman. But an interesting thing is, he proposes to Catwoman. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, everybody's like, oh, ma. <laughs> like, he's actually moving forward. Because he's like, he, like the whole, his whole inner monologue, as, like he's working with Catwoman at this point, is like, I was afraid of moving forward. Not necessarily because of the danger, but because of myself or whatever. And like the psychology of it was great, right? Um, and then he's like, because of what his dad said, he's like, I, I, I gotta move forward. <laughs> and it's just like, yes, character progression. <laughs> but then in the back of my head, I'm like, it crap. It it's all, DC. It's it, gonna reboot. <laughs> it only took eighty something years. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with when Mary Jane and Peter Parker got married, and then like they had that horrible storyline where the devil's like, I want your marriage, and now he's not married to Mary Jane. And you're just like, great. There goes good old character progression for Spider-Man. It's one of those things, right? 
where in the comic book industry, I've heard that you can't have them married for too long. You, unless they started out married, like the Fantastic Four. You can't have them married too long. You can't have them be in one place too long. They always have to reset, and you have to always have to make it interesting or exciting. And that's the problem, right? That's what happens when you don't let like a character's story end and move on to another thing. Yeah. Um, it's eventually it's just maddening if you're in comics because you're just like, well, things are gonna just reset and uh, all this great character progression I saw might or might or might not happen next time because you know a writer might actually be bad. Yeah, that's true. Um, wow, that's that's why. You know, my That's why I like manga so much. I'm like you get one good writer over who's presiding over his universe and eventually the story will end. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why like my my first goal is I guess technically I kinda already did it, but is make a story and finish it. That's Dude. it. Just make a story and finish it. I did that little Just six page one. It. But you know, like that, oh, you talk, that, that are you talking about the one? It, that, that's hardly the a story. With, it's more like it. Yo, but, 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 you're talking about the uh, one that you did. Okay. The little punch in there. But. Like, oh, no, no, no. What happened to that? Okay. Audience. Um, a man, Fish, has been practicing his comic book making, right? Not recently. And he's just been the, painting and drawing. Yeah, but he's getting all this technical stuff out the way. But he has been practicing his story, comic book story stuff. He had a story before this one he just mentioned where he had this interesting concept of this like godlike being of vengeance. Mm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I was like and I'm like it was it, way it, too it, dark. Was it though? I don't think it was too dark. I'd wanted that published somewhere. Just like put it on the internet and just be like, "Hey, I made this." I guess I could go back to it. I, I mean, I've I I think since then I've written like five or six stories. I just haven't done anything with them. Mm. Oh, so you've written them down. Yeah, I have. I, <clears throat> I do like Google Docs or little notes or whatever. Yeah, I'm, 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 maybe I should just write my, my stories before I draw them out. I was thinking about like draw, like writing them down as I do the story, but maybe I should just write them down. Because I'm – should I tell them? Should I tell them what I'm doing? Kyle, if you feel like it, if it's not too, if it's not going to impede you from completing the goal, I guess. Yeah. that Yeah. Like, you know, you know, that whole, like, don't yeah, tell people. Don't so tell you until feel. you're done. If you're not done, then don't tell anyone. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I have something in the works. I was, that's all I'll say. I have something in the works and I have a couple of people I have on my advisory board who may not know that they're on the advisory board, but they're on the, they're on the advisory board. And Kyle, you're on the advisory board. Well, I know uh, I am because you told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you do, but I have like a couple people who might listen to the podcast who if if you if you and I have talked about stories at one point, there's a good chance you're on the advisory board. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, ugh. man, we really talked about manga, dude. Okay, it's dude. just, 
there's a whole lot of things that we could talk about. Like, you know, character design, silhouettes, their willingness to have, like, they are willing to have a sports manga. That's crazy. Yeah. But you're just able to have, like, a story about sports, like, and, like, growing up and just stories about, like, literally being a high schooler in Japan in, it's in like, the various tones of ridiculous to really realistic to being artsy and being everything being a metaphor and like there's something about their willingness to be deep in manga sometimes corny corny as well sometimes corny that is really attractive and i don't doubt that that that, that it exists here in america but maybe oh excuse me but maybe the reason why Oh, man, this is a good topic to talk about. Maybe the reason why is it doesn't pop off is, like, things like that aren't on, like, Crunchyroll or, like, various manga reading sites that are illegal but you know are popular. Um, maybe that's why it doesn't pop off. Just because it's not you know, on there? Not online. You know, because I'm thinking, like, all these people who translate and scanlate are very much... You know, like, you never think about it. The redrawers, the people who take the scans of Japanese stuff, scan it in, redraw the lines digitally so it looks clean, translate it, and then, like, put it up. They're very much a big reason why anime and manga is popular. Hmm. Yeah. Just because they ease of access. Think about it. People who used to do dubs of stuff in the mid-2000s, like fan dubs or, like, fan translations of anime are a big reason why there's anime fans today. So it's weird to think about, but the illegal scene for a lot of media has made it so that that media is more popular. Yeah. The West. More successful. Where, as opposed to with stuff that is like stuff that's online or stuff that's in the West, because it's in the West, it's a lot harder to show to people. Right. And then you have to make the cost buy-in you know yeah that you know it's really it's where as opposed whereas opposed to being like with manga it's like hey, it's free if i don't like it i'll just leave right yeah and then you get addicted and you're like wow this medium is actually pretty good <laughs> and then eventually you become the guy who's willing to buy stuff later obviously there's moral stuff like that but like stuff like crunchyroll and i know there's some websites that i i think have figured out a way where they can give you the chapters for free but it's legal or whatever funimation funimation has that for some of their shows yeah but the thing is um i, I don't know the th- about the manga part honestly yeah I, I i think maybe something like that has to be built for because crazily enough the illegal sites they do everything right so there's just a whole breadth of shows that like that won't aren't even licensed in America that people are willing to watch. Yeah, you know? there's no what you're saying is there's no like I mean there is what there legal is legal equivalent. Yeah, there is no there is webtoons, but you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of artists uh that have done things for you know, like DC, Marvel, Image. You don't see them or putting Or just a their, regular comic book format, right? Right. You know with webtoons it's very limited to straight up and down right oh yeah the, you just scroll it up and up and down but you, you know the thing yeah. the thing is about that man 
the thing is about that is when you're reading on a on a phone or on the internet or whatever, mm-hmm. like you you know, and making comics, he he talks about it. Uh, Scott McCloud, he talks about yeah 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 how yeah. good book. How, if you're making comics, get that book. Yeah, making comics by Scott McCloud. He he talks great book. It is. He talks about the disconnect you feel when you have to reload a page or, mm-hmm. or load the next page. And, and the infinite scroll is one of the ways he said would help that. It's just, you know, you'd have to design around the infinite scroll. Infinite scroll, yeah. Which which would be more of a, you know, you'd be making a vertical comic as opposed to Basically. the left and right. Like like the, you know, usually you'd have the cool transitions from left to right. Well, now you got to just make them up and down. and Yeah. I mean... I, I don't see the problem with that. And, it's just you got to. It's another design problem you got to solve. And it's weird because like I'm a comic book uh, guy. I guess I'm not as big. I want to be bigger into comic books, just like I want to be bigger into hip hop and stuff. I know a lot. A lot of people think I know a lot, but I know there's people who know even more than I do. But that being said. I will say there are a lot of people who have their who are making comic books on like websites or whatever that i see on their own websites yeah yeah and like, but that's not accessible thing, to everyone yeah right so yeah. like one of the big things about those these um these amalgam sites or whatever is that you'll see one and then you'll see another that looks interesting mm-hmm. it allows you, know, you to binge it allows you to binge and it, and it allows people to see other people's work all in one site, which mm-hmm. honestly is just convenience at the end of the day, right? Yep. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it's definitely uh, definitely the way to go. I, I, I'm sure there's something out there trying to get started. We just don't know about yet. I, I feel like yeah. we should do some research. There's probably a website in development for that if there's if not, not already one. If not, that let's put that in the let's put a pin on that idea. Pin on that, <laughs> yeah, yep. Because there's a market, there's a market there that needs to be uh, freed from its captivity. Yes. And if anybody who listens to this is like, "Oh, I can do that," do it. Do it, please. You have our blessing, yeah. please. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Become the Netflix of comic books. Oh, that would be freaking genius. The Netflix of comic books, but like actually try to get every comic book that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you you do have to get the rights for it and everything. Yeah, but like, if you show viability, people mm. will be willing to get you money, dog. Like what? Nah. Oh, um. Yeah. Be the uh, be the Crunchyroll of comic books, even because you know yeah. obviously you can't beat the illegal teams people by being like free but the thing is these all these illegal sites right like i was watching a video on these illegal manga and anime sites they're making millions a year millions the illegal and ones. none of it yeah millions through advertisements going, yeah and they're not going back to the manga and anime industry that's the sad part wow so if you could get like something that was just as good as those illegal ones without the like like uh, yeah just as big as those uh, illegal ones but can somehow support the manga industry because obviously I don't know if you people know the manga and anime industry is like goddamn depressing 
on how bad like money and stuff is over there. So uh, I don't know if any of you have have it in the heart and have the skill and the know how. Please, we beg of you, help them. Help. Them. <laughs> I want people to be able to live doing what they love, not be suicidal. Mm. Um. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Even know okay. was, I didn't even know that was a problem. Yeah, it is huge. It's crazy, right? It's the same illegal things that made it manga and anime popular, but now they've like turned around and made it like but you're not giving back. <laughs> like Yeah, they're just taking the uh, money. It's not surprising. It's crazy. It's really not surprising at all. But it but it's crazy, like you would think if you're making millions, right? At least, even if you are doing it illegally, you're like, I love this medium or whatever. I should... if I'd be low-key more okay with them still being illegal, but if they, like, donated, like, I don't know, 500000 into, like, something that supports the industry, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't they... Do you think a part of it, other than greed, a part of, of it might be the um, the fear of... You know, when they give that money, they'll they'll get a, you know, I don't know, caught, sued, prosecuted. I don't know, like because of it, you Maybe. know, because then they'd be telling people, oh yeah, we're the we're the ones. Well, I mean, obviously, with the internet, you could have like an, a different accounts donating or whatever, but yeah. I don't know. It's weird, dude. Just makes me sad. Yeah, so they'd be more doing it out of like an honor type of thing, like like an earnest, like I we we love the industry, not just profit. Yeah, I don't know, because honestly, they do provide a service where Crunchyroll and all them because they're doing it legally, they have to get licensing. So there's a lot of shows that are we hear about or find interesting that these illegal streams or just torrents can just put on blast right which is the same which is the reason why we went to these illegal streams or illegal sites in like the mid 2000s or whatever because we were we just weren't getting any of it yeah at all right um so but now that there's more i would hope that or and i don't know maybe there's something on the japanese side where they're not willing to license for whatever reason it's not like there's a market in america not like we go to comic-con and <laughs> niggas are wearing cosplay and stuff or, like what's uh anyway so it depends weird okay so I, i'm sitting here thinking about how how this this uh netflix comic book site would work so yeah the way you know how like spotify pays the artist's uh, percentage based on how many Record, uh, how many times their songs are played. Plays. Right. So yeah. it, w- it would be the same. I think that kind of system would, would be in place for that sort of oh, website, right? Wouldn't that? That would be genius. I mean, it would be based on your popularity of your show. Right. You'd have to buy into the service, right? Well, that's I mean, where Spotify would, the artist, or the, the artist or studio would be like, okay, here's our anime, right? We want to put it on our serve, put it on your service. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, for every time it gets streamed or an episode gets streamed, we get a uh, a dollar payback amount or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, honestly, that would be... Just bring streaming over to anime and manga, dude. Where, like, the views would come in. That... Instead of everybody, like... But you'd have to be able to really negotiate to get... Mm-hmm. As many or all of the mangas you could. That's the only thing that kills... That kills competition between the illegal sites versus... The, uh... The, um... The, the legal sites, the yeah. legal ones, right? right? Is the illegals are just like f because we're illegal, we can just take from everyone, and they're therefore they just have more options. And then sometimes there's just shows that aren't licensed to anyone except just and only showing in Japan that are really good that people are like. I want to watch this, so it's only here. So mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, it's only which on is Japan's side. problem, which is so dumb. But I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a sticky situation, right? I just I just my main goal is for all that money that is being made because obviously they found a market. The illegal streaming sites found the market and are making money hand over fist. That Japan isn't for whatever reason noticing. I think <laughs> they know being smart about. They know they're just. I don't know if they know how to handle it. Handle it, yeah. Because the thing is with the illegal sites, right? They keep, they keep trying to take them down, right? But you know the internet, like the Pirates Bay has been tried has been like tried to be taken down forever. But people are just like, haha, right? <laughs> like I'll just change my URL. I'll have multiple IPs. Like I'll you know people on the internet are smarter than what you can restrict them. So the best way to beat them is to compete with them, except on a legal side and then kill them. <laughs> literally, literally it. You literally have to use capitalism to destroy them. Yeah. Cause I, like, it, even, you know, I think the thing is that people, people know, they, they know that they're more comfortable paying for a service where they get the same amount as that illegal service. Like mm-hmm. even, like it doesn't even have to be more. It's just the same. And and then of course yeah. the better quality and less risk to you. Like because and malware, malware. Yeah. People are like, Oh man, I don't want a virus. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pay for and this. And then, <laughs> then there's the, all there's the added thing of if this, if there, if this is literally the equal service, if this is literally equal, except this, you don't even need to have like, you wouldn't even need to like, because these guys don't do ads in the middle. I think that's where Crunchyroll gets messed up, right? These people don't need to do ads as much as Crunchyroll does in the middle of their shows. Mm. Oh, on the free version. Yeah. Okay. Because like I, they could do it all. They, they they can do those cancerous sidebar things, but evidently the illegal sites do it, and they're making millions. So, <laughs> like. Oh yeah, you're saying just, why don't the legal sites also have just ads do that? Like that. Yeah, because the then, the yeah the free version, man, it, it it annoyed me so much. I was like, man, I'm just paying for this. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I don't care. <laughs> um, I got on the internet so I don't have commercial breaks. Um, yeah, but uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, if you could have a service that competes with the illegal services, right? I guess we're talking about anime now, but it's whatever. If we have, if we have, a, if we could have that and compete with it, it would, it would 
literally have people be like, well, if it's the same, but it's actually helping the industry I like, why would I ever go to the illegal site? That's that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Except, I mean, I think the incentive is, it's just there. It's there as long yeah. as it's affordable and it's, it is a legitimate equal mm-hmm. to the, mm-hmm. to those other options. You literally, the literal, the only way to kill those things is capitalism. Mm-hmm. This is what, this is where capitalism shines. If you're smart, you can kill a lot of illegal stuff. If you know how to, if you know how to, if you have the right setup, this is where capitalism is at its peak. <laughs> you can kill at bad stuff peak. by just being good. <laughs> yeah. Getting quality service. Quality, affordable service. Basically. Yeah. Oh, no, man. It's crazy, dude. Like, stuff like Verve is so interesting to me because I'm like, there we go. Peop- there there we go. We can have the indie artists actually make money off their animations if it's good, you know? Mm. Like, um, obviously, it's like $5 a month. And it's crazy because there's so many competing services for that much, but it is still only five dollars. Hold on, all right. Just, hold, 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 hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So you you pay? Do you have to pay for Crunchyroll with Verve as well? No. What? No. Everything that's on Crunchyroll is on Verve. No. It's literally the best. <laughs> Yo, just get Verve, dude. It's five <laughs> bucks a month. I'm pretty sure it's just five bucks a month, and it's like literally everything. I'm I'm gonna Google it right now. Killing me, dude. It's, it's literally five bucks a month. Plus, you have all of the Western animation stuff. Let's see. Yeah, because it has like doesn't it have like um, uh, it has the, Dan Harmon stuff and like uh. What is it called? Rooster? Don't they have Rooster Teeth stuff on there? They have Rooster Teeth stuff. Yeah. Um, Those were the days. Red versus blue. Oh, bruh. That first episode. Like, <laughs> why are we here? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, are we the creation of this? He's like, no. Why are we in this valley? <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> he is so good. That was such a good opening. This one episode of Red vs. Blue, little side tangent, that Gabby geeked in middle school. It was the, it was the, uh, one episode, I forgot her name, dang it. But his, like, somebody comes through and tells you, he's like, uh, yeah, you dude, your sister's dead. And he's just like, yeah, I don't believe it. What? I, but I just told you she's dead. He's like, look, one time when we were five, she, we, we were ice skating and she, she fell through the ice. He's, they're just like, yeah? It's like, five hours later, not only was she fine, she came back pregnant. Once you can explain that to me, I'll, I'll then believe that she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. That, yeah, that, that show is great. You know, yeah, man. Oh, man. That that makes me excited, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to that. I'm verb. I'm gonna look up. I'm I'll, I'll just double checking. Maybe it might be ten. Okay. But still, that's pretty 10, good. Yeah, ten is still still fine. But um, man, it's uh. And then you get you also get bravest warriors, which I've been yeah. Verve's combo pack offers eight SOVD channels for nine ninety nine a month. Okay. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's discounted bundle free Nerdist. So you get Crunchyroll, Mondo, Funimation, Rooster Teeth, Cartoon Hangover, Nerdist, Geek and Sundry, and Tested for ten dollars a month. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. There's a there's this cool thing I wanted to watch that's only on uh, I think Mondo, uh, which is really cool. Where it's like. Where it's like uh, called Harmon's Harmon's Quest or whatever. Mm-hmm. The guy Dan Harmon, who guy who made uh Rick and Morty and pretty sure The Simpsons and stuff like that, um, and a lot of other good comedy TV shows. He basically he basically every week has a D and D thing, but then they animate it, hmm. and it's great. Because okay. he just has, because you know he has connections, so he just gets he has like voice actors come in for one-off episodes, or like funny people come in. It's great. And it's this is this great. is each week, uh, weekly. Yes. How the hell? There's like a season. How it's long like a, it's is a pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded. But you said it's animated. Yeah, they animate parts of it. Yes. Uh. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'll have to see that because weekly animation. That's. That's a little. I think. I think. I think the crazy. show. The show. I think the whole show was pre-recorded and everything was done, and then they releasing the season as things. Because you know how Western stuff goes, right? Oh, uh, right, right. They right. get all their stuff done before they actually air it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't that's know true. why anime. I don't know why anime does the week to week thing. I don't. I don't get it. Literally, if you have the time, just get everything done and then do it weekly if you want. <laughs> like, uh. just makes sense. <laughs> I don't know, man. They just—I think it's just because of the workload. They probably have a a ton of things they have to get out, mm-hmm. and they just got to do them as it comes along. True. So, also with Verb, okay. So, okay. So here's here's the research of Verb. I, Verb, if you want to sponsor us, dude, I'd be totally down. Um, <laughs> get that sweet sweet sponsorship money. Um, <laughs> So okay, so there's a pricing called Combo Pack that offers discounts on eight channels when compared prices. So basically, what Verve does, it's it gives you a list of channels and then you can subscribe to them, right? Mm-hmm. But you can pick. Um, but it has a Combo Pack where you can get a, like about eight channels for ten dollars a month, and then. You can add channels, like one-offs. So, like Crunchyroll is six ninety-nine per month if you, or Funimation is five ninety-nine per month. Rooster Teeth is four ninety-nine. Cartoon Anger is two ninety-nine. Mondo is two ninety-nine. Nerdist is two forty-nine. Greek and Sundry is two forty-nine. Tested is three ninety-nine. Ginx is one seventy-five. Machinima is one ninety-nine. Rift Tricks, Ciso, Shutter—they're all different. But the combo pack with all like the cool channels, in my opinion, I don't know about the rest of them. But the cool channels is about ten dollars a month. Oh, okay. So they okay they they have more they than have, what they offer if, in that pack. It's just yeah, that's yeah. Your... And if you want to add more, you can. Okay, okay. That that makes sense. It's a lot. That sounds a little oddly familiar to a uh, cable. But, yeah, um, but cheaper. But much cheaper. Yes, much cheaper. It just it, it honestly makes sense, right? Yeah, uh, I was listening to this guy named subscription. David so. Subscription based services are the the thing, the future. Now. Well, 
the future is the future. We don't know what will happen. True. We don't know what will happen. There could be some crazy Probably. stuff in like yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. I don't know. Maybe less. Yeah, but this makes so much more sense, right? Yeah. Just pay for the stuff you want and also don't have commercials. Like, of course. I'm just saying because Blockbuster Duh. used to be the future. <laughs> I mean, they weren't wrong. Blockbuster technically was the future. Is just that they weren't smart. They I, actually, I heard that Blockbuster had the ability to buy Netflix back in like two thousand something. They didn't. Yeah. Well, I think then, Redbox came through and killed them first. That. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Uh, Sometimes when you're a business, you gotta you can't be too sorry of yourself. You always gotta be looking forward. Looking like, forward, you gotta evolve. Always look with where the technology is going. And Netflix was like, quote from a boy, The Rock. Heard him say yeah. that not too long ago. Gotta evolve. Yeah, I don't, and I don't, I don't know if Netflix at the time was doing the whole internet thing. Yeah. But so maybe that's why they didn't buy them. But when Netflix finally got through and was like, "We'll just do the internet infrastructure thing and have movies on there." You know the person who owned a, who owned Blockbuster was like, "Dang it, <laughs> bruh!" You know, there's probably a lot of stuff like that where like people skipped over this b- small business and then it just became like the a, thing, the new, the new Rockefeller. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But oh, what was our what was our last topic? Bad storytelling. Bad storytelling. Sort of. Is that where we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna end on that? Yeah, it's like okay. the, oh or no no it wasn't the, the art no 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 we were talking about we were roasting comic books I guess this is the artist part I guess okay motivation motivation doing the where we go deep into the to the to the to the, to the, to the core of being an artist yeah start start talking about the man. art stuff man oh man oh. Man. So our topic is motivation, is that correct? Yeah, I don't know if we've done this topic before, but No, we haven't. I'm pretty sure. It's it's difficult, right? Mm. Especially for a person whose personality is like me. I'm an ENFP, if I'm right, and I remember reading my profile and being like I don't even like, know what that means, honestly. It's a it's it's one of the personality profile, extroverted, da 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 whatever. Okay. Um and basically, it, it just, it's one of those things where you get, basically, you're like one of those people who's always into finding new things and discovering things. Yeah. Um, so sometimes rigidity is like really discouraging to you. What is, what is like, by rigidity? What do you mean by that? Like doing the same thing over and over and over oh, and man. over that isn't like creatively stimulating to you. Yeah. Like paperwork, I hate it. Oh, <laughs> I despise it. Well, but like, I think there's some people in life who are like, I love that stuff because it gives me a sense of like accomplishment. Like that, the, the sense no, the sense of sameness gives them a sort of like, this is safe. Like oh, security. Things are predictable. Uh, I can control this. Yeah, right? they can control. Okay, I get that. And when I'm like the opposite, <laughs> where I'm like, this is boring. Need a little, <laughs> need a little bit of the uncertainty in there. But the thing, the thing is, with <laughs> anything that, especially motivation to keep things going, you sometimes you need to do the boring, the really boring stuff. Sometimes you need to just practice and buckle down. Oh yeah. And I think, I think for me, figuring it out was 
first off, having an like every day, like uh, having a schedule that like prioritizes that and like gets that going in your head. Um, that was me snapping my fingers, by the way, viewers, um, or listeners. It sounded is, just like snaps. It's all good. Okay. Um, in my head, uh, there's a couple psychological tricks that helps, right? Like people like forget about this, but setting your bed, <laughs> like that first thing of like, I did this really helps motivate you to keep going. Yeah. Also every morning writing down what you need to do for the day. Cause it actually helps your brain like think about it. And then at night writing what you need to do for the day or the week, or like setting that time where you actually sit down and plan what you need to do. And then also a lot of people, I guess, and this is something I'm learning. A lot of people plan what they need to do, whether it be work or stuff like this, but also plan what you're going to do with your free time. Yeah, we did because in the first episode we did talk quite a bit about planning. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which um, that that is a part of motivation. That is a part of motivation. So I'll 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 gloss over it, like planning, all that stuff. But then also, what helps I know for me is, um, okay, shout outs to Adele, if you're listening and putting this on your stream. This is the part where I shout you out because that was really encouraging. Because for a while, I was just like letting myself be distracted, being lazy, being like, ah, I don't want to do this. I felt like life was making me go another way that I didn't want it to go. And then you're just like, hey, man, I want to listen to your thing, dude. I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Thanks. Like, like just having having people around you is a great motivator. Um, what else is a great, what else is a great motivator for me? Just sometimes I just like, will read something or watch something or look steady an artist and be like, wow, he did that. Yeah. I want to create now. <laughs> like, like you see somebody, like it's one, I don't know. I never, I, there, there's two type of artists, right? I don't understand. I don't really understand the, just the second one, but, or the first one, cause I'm more of the second one, but there's the first type of artists that are like, man this guy did something great i'll never do that mm. i should stop that's and then just, i'm like yeah <laughs> that's basically just it. purse people it's general. yeah i don't know if that's a personality thing or like a self-insecurity thing just or, doubt. Like, or just maybe it's a i wanted to be the first to do this now i found somebody else who did it now i'm not as motivated maybe that's that mm. i don't quite get it my thing is Oh, a human can do it? You've proven to me that humans can actually do that? Cool. I can do it. Mm. <laughs> or I could do something similar. Or I can do better. Yeah. Like, I can push it. You know? It's really encouraging. Um, I think I think one thing that, that people kind of miss, and it's been said a few times. I've heard it from uh, Anthony Jones. I've heard it from this guy named uh, Clint Cleary. Um a lot of mm. a lot of these these guys their their thing is i mean anthony he said it straight up it's not about motivation it's about perseverance and resilience mm. you know he's he's like there's going to be there's always going to be mo- moments where you're not motivated and you just do it it's like you said you know when you got to do the boring stuff yeah you just got to do it like just got to do it i think um and- i think that there's there's like some part like moments where you're so demotivated that it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to do it. Like 
at like you just don't want to do it at all and like in those yeah. like it's not that it's not that base level oh i'm just being lazy it's more like man i feel like crap like yeah i need like, to go I do move. i need to go <laughs> exercise i need to go outside I, I don't know i need to go talk with friends you know do something mm-hmm. completely different i get that you know but there's there's got to be a, a a big space like a chunk of time where you're you're actually working regardless of how yeah. you feel like exactly. unless unless it's like really bad i don't know like this is a person to person thing if it if it's like really tough then maybe drawing's not for you but you know like but if hey. if, if you there are times where you legitimately enjoy what you're doing and if mm-hmm. it just happens to be an off day well then just yeah. do it anyways you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I knew I was an art guy. And same thing with dancing, where I'd get frustrated at the art or the dancing or whatever. Yeah. And then I'd leave. But then it always it always seduced me back. Mm. It's like I'm having a girlfriend that you're pissed at her, but you always come back. Oh, my like, gosh. God damn it. I love you. That doesn't sound like Shit. a good relationship, man. <laughs> that sounds like Yo, a relationship. Sometimes, a bad, sometimes, sometimes art feels like a bad relationship. Oh, no. <laughs> sometimes art is like, you know, you're just frustrated with it. And you're like, God, I'm not good. I would. And then I, after, okay, well, there's there's the frustration with not being good. I get like, mm. yeah, that's understandable. But sometimes... Um, it might also be just what you're doing specifically. Like mm-hmm. maybe, you know, if it's a thing you, you already know you like art, you want to draw or you want to dance mm. in that other example. Yeah, yeah. Well, then maybe it's, it's a, a particular subject you had, you haven't explored. Maybe you, you don't realize that that's what you want to draw or dance about. Mm. Right. Like for me, yeah. I know, I know right now I am, I'm super invested in, uh, uh, animal horns. <laughs> um, oh, the horns, horns, yeah, the tiefling horns. Um, uh, Japanese like dresses. You know the, the oh yeah 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 kimonos and yukatas or whatever. You're still on that kick, right, dude? Now? Yeah, and then uh, that's nice. Renaissance, like Renaissance era clothing, and Ooh, and then you could make a good setting out of those and, all of those things. And my last one is flowers, and I I have a. I have like a, a book on perennials, which is a, it's a type of, it, there's two types of flowers, there's annuals and perennials anyway. So that, but yeah, like those things keep me going because I, I want to learn more. Like those things interest me, first of all, bro. And you I, can make the dopest setting out of all of those things. But, oh my gosh. But right, like those, <laughs> my imagination just kicked. But those like, things, whoa. those things interest me enough to where mm-hmm. I spend the time to learn yeah. how to draw them and and to draw them well i have to learn the techniques to make them look good right so i have yep, to learn yep, 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 the yep, fundamentals yep, yep. to to draw it in the first place so it's like mm-hmm. it's a way to get yourself interested in like in drawing like it's yeah. required you have to yeah. do it yeah, you really just just one of those things you got to do. Yeah, like it, um, it's just like giving yourself something to make it necessary to uh, make the practice which, necessary. I, I was I was listening to something Cyclo said about especially because we're going to go back to art, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
sometimes people get discouraged because they feel like they're doing something that is necessary, but they don't really like doing. For example, like, I don't know, maybe you hate doing anatomy, mm. right? But you need to do anatomy because you want your characters to look good, right? right? For your comic or whatever, right? Right. He's like, he's like, learn by doing. Make the make the comic, right? But on the side, be working on your character's anatomy in particular, or work on um, how your characters will look, and then put that in the comic. Work, work on what you work on the project while also working on your skills at the same time, right? Because I was listening to another artist, he was talking about how he actually he actually needs to, because obviously it's his career, right? But he also feels like he needs to improve. So he has to find a way to mix both of those in. For example, like, he has to learn, he's like, I suck at architecture, but I need to draw this architecture. So he's like, I'll research the architecture for the story or plot, and that then I'll be like, thinking about like how where the character is living and then i'll actually put in the comic Mm. that way i'm actually improving on it and obviously i'm gonna be making more stories so my art's going to improve i just have to make peace with myself at that part that you know that was my skill level at the time but obviously as i continue to always improve i will get better right you know yeah um so practice Figure out how to practice what you need to do while working on whatever project that you really like. Yeah. You know. I agree with that. Um, that's where, I guess maybe that's where, I like, you know, the sketch I showed you, uh, I'm, I'm going to probably put this on my Instagram listeners, but the sketch I showed you, Fish, right? Yeah. Where it was like the really, my best sketch for the grinding, like the guy with his anatomy and his hands back and then he was grinding on the, on the railway or whatever. Right. The one go figure, the one go figure you're talking about. The one, the one, yeah, the the one go figure, no construction lines and everything. And I was like, wow, I've gotten really good. Mm -hmm. That was in service to that project I was talking about, right? Which makes it feel even better. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I'm like figuring out the poses that the character is going to do, but also like practicing anatomy, and also like like figure like you know like. Sort of compounding everything gives you makes it easier to do it instead of just being like, okay, I'm gonna have to draw arms all day, <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna have to start working on my project. You, you could be like, no, I'm gonna draw my character's arm. What's gonna be on my character's arm? What is his fashion sense? You know, like stuff like that. You know, yeah. obviously you can pull up reference while looking at it. Yep, it makes it a lot easier to do things. There's a, there's always ways to help make yourself motivated now when it comes to paperwork that's a whole nother thing <laughs> but find someone to do it for you <laughs> find someone to do it for you or you can find a way to help help use that as motivation yeah. there's always a way to help or, you. Like, or even i think honestly doing things other than drawing makes it easier to draw because then you're like wow i i, I miss drawing like I need to I draw. I misdraw, yes. Like I need to draw. <laughs> Sometimes you take a break from drawing to do something that is a priority and it sucks, but once you get back to drawing, you're like, I missed you so much. Yeah. Yep. My baby. Yes. <laughs> like like I was missing the sun for a few days. <laughs> bruh. You probably bruh, you probably reflective at this point. Oh my gosh. That when the no joke, when the clouds parted yesterday, I walked outside and <laughs> I almost stared into the sun 
I was so happy. <laughs> you cried. Like, I could just watch you walking around, just like a singular tear. <laughs> it's like Noah's Ark. You know how Noah, know how Noah felt when the when the clouds parted oh. and he saw the sun, and he was like, "Oh, oh man, it's, it's over." Yeah, no joke. But it, yeah, it's it, it's it, doing that, like giving yourself some time away to really appreciate, like mm-hmm. what you what you really want to do. That's why I've <laughs> I've 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 learned. And some sometimes even like I was listening to Ethan and Ela from H to H their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You might know them, but they were on their podcast and they're like, they're like, we learn the appreciation of breaks. Now now we actually love our jobs. Yeah, like again, like we were doing our dream job, but we were working so hard every single day that we sort of became sick of it, right? Right, but then like we started doing, we started making a pact where we're like, okay, we're gonna work really hard during five days of the week, and then the weekends we just did no work. And he's like, it's he's like, yo, it's so much. Life is so much better now. Yeah. So that's what I mean by scheduling in. You know, take some time away from the thing you love because you can even maybe it's just like a relationship. Sometimes you're with a girl for so much time, you just like, ugh, I, I, please. Sometimes you and your you and your girl need to have your own things that you're doing, so that when you get back together, you're like, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we'll come to that one when we both have a little more experience being with someone for a long time. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know that. I as much as, I mean, I guess I hear that from married couples though. Yeah, he's like, no, he's I, like. Yeah. A, a, where they're like Charlemagne, there's this guy I listen to is Charlemagne the God. He's a radio host, and he has a podcast. And he's like, sometimes you just need, you need guys and need to have something that you do. He's like, I read comic books. She doesn't like comic books, and she knows. But we don't f with each other when we're at that time. And then there's things we do together. Yeah. And like, there's a balancing, right? Same thing with work. You might love your work, but if you're doing it all the time and you're always worried about it, eventually you might get to a point where you hate it. <laughs> Yeah, you hate, and that's a sad thing to get to a point where you hate the thing that you loved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. No joke, no joke. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even even working to the point where you can't you can't work anymore because of like work oh. work related injuries. I saw that recently. Um, this one uh, shout outs shout outs to our shout outs to our boy uh, uh, Angry Sausage. Oh, he. Uh, yeah, but I think he's shout out and, and also Lowish. Lowish, you guys are awesome. But see, they they <laughs> they've oh, well, I think he Conma like he's still working on it, like finding a way to help it now. Work which is around good, it, yeah. You know, because he's 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 only twenty. I I don't know if he's twenty one yet, but he's only twenty. So he's he's learning now how that how to take care of himself. But there are people yeah, who. Yeah. You know, there's this one guy I saw recently. I don't, I don't remember his name. That happened. This happens in the manga industry a lot, also, dude. Right. There's this uh, manga and anime where they like work them. Something about the Japanese work ethic is like, if we're not literally trying to kill ourselves doing work, we're not working hard enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's that's why the the break part. It's it's not just for motivation. It's also for your health. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because I, I mean, you don't want to end up with a crippled hand. You know, basically. I basically. Because I mean the, the worst, if if we're talking about things that are more physical, like 
mm-hmm. like, you know, dancing or when I was playing baseball, for example, it's, there's a limited amount of time you can do those things because your body just tells you, right? Like, yeah, it's basically. so physical. It's like, no, I'm, I'm done. Right. But yeah, but because it's with art, with, with art, you, you can, you, especially when you get yourself. really focused into something. Yeah. You, we, we forget the physical aspects of like desk jobs sometimes. Yeah. And you, I've also noticed that like the days that I program like a break into it, like I draw for two hours or an hour or so. And then like my alarm goes off and it's like, I stretch or something. I walk around, I lift weights, something to like, something to, so that like my range of motion isn't, I, I use my full range of motion again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because your body needs that. That helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a big part of it. Some of the, as artists, we sometimes forget the, uh, like the physicality of just living life, which actually, to be honest, I feel like that's a lot of the reasons why a lot of things in America are messed up. We've forgotten the physicality of our bodies and how it affects our minds. So it, and not saying like a chemical imbalance isn't an actual disease or something, but sometimes actually taking care of your body helps your mind. Big time. Big time. And helps motivation. Like actually going to sleep and, as, for a, a period of time. Actually eating right. Like Yeah. I I was living I was living with vegans for a while and man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Obviously they let me eat some meat, but like I'm not gonna lie to you, I felt better like a lot better yeah like i felt good i bet i bet dude (laughs) there's um like one thing i like kind of kind of tell myself every once in a while is uh you know i i lift i lift like more often now and that's for you know just my body and and the strength of Mm -hmm. everything and and Mm -hmm. even though i was just doing that and i and my thing for a long time had been running and Mm. and but I, I realized, you know, it's not enough to strengthen my body and, you know, get stronger and all that and uh, yeah. keep everything in line and active. And so, so I went to the gym and I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is enough. You know, I can just lift. And then I started to notice I was like, man, I'm starting to feel like super down. Like, what the heck? I, yeah. Because it wasn't like lifting wasn't enough to like mm-hmm. get, you know, uh, what is it? Um, it's not. Is it ep- epinephrine? What the heck is the oh, okay. endorphins? It's not to endorphins. it's not enough to get that going. So I was like, you know, I, oh. I need to run. So it's like, like my thing. You need both. For my, you need your whole body needs to be in motion. Right. Like, well, so li- like lifting is for my body, and running is for is for my mind. Like that's, mind. That's it's meditative. Yeah, that's like that's what I know I need to do. Like I need to keep my mind alert and mm-hmm. and well. You know. And that, and for me, running does. And you that. get good ideas when you run. I remember when I was running for soccer, dude. Dude, gives it. It, it helps. I think something about running, something about doing something for a long period of time, like running or long distance, mm-hmm. it helps build up willpower. And also during that time, especially when you get into that rhythm of running, where you're just breathing in, breathing out, and you get into like that meditative zone. Yeah. Sometimes you get some good do good ideas, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, and it's also nice because you're outside <laughs> and breathing. True. <laughs> Don't um, forget the power of the sun on a human body, dude. Uh, we need to be getting that vitamin D, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. We forget about that now that we live in, we've like conquered in air quotes nature. <laughs> we forget that we need to be outside. Conquered nature when we haven't explored like what? More than 5% of the ocean. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Oh man. When like 95% of America would die in the wilderness if they didn't have you know, yeah, exactly. Smartphones or electricity. Like electricity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely conquered nature. Definitely. But yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I think we 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 pretty much hit the topic. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I think we're good. Um, uh, should we just shell out our uh, our uh, various social media? I I promise you guys, I'll be posting soon. Uh, I have, I have some stuff. My, uh, Instagram is Lavoid art L E period void period art, uh, on Instagram. I think you can type in something similar on Twitter. Oh man. And... You got to get all that consolidated. Have one, one thing going. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing that. I think I, I don't, maybe on Twitter it's, there's no periods. I forget. I'll I'll fix it, guys. Uh, I'll be trying to tweet more. Um, it's 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 just trying to find that balance between social media and not being addicted to social media. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I was talking to somebody at my church, and they said one of the great things about being the thing about social media is that it's a great tool, but every time you hop on, you have to have a purpose. If you're just there for like scrolling, you're going to be there forever. I agree with that. You're never going to leave. I agree with that. You got to be on social media for a purpose and then leave because it, the, the psychology of social media will destroy, <laughs> destroy your time you in. in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And mine on everything is just fish skills and fish. I mean, if you can't spell fish, then I can't help you, man. I, you know. And gills is... Yeah, bigger problems. Yeah, you gill, have bigger fish to fry. Gills is, hey, is the first hey. five letters of my last name with an S, G-U-I-L-L. Did I say two L's? It's only, yeah, it's only two, two L's. L's. Two L's and an S. S. And that's on everything. Yep. You can you can go to my Facebook, add me on there, follow me, I don't care. That's just my personal uh, thing. I might need to make a Facebook. Yeah. I just... Um, I need to just bite the bullet and make a Facebook and actually care about it. You know, the, the speaking on what you're saying about, you know, addiction to social media and everything, I was mm -hmm. staying away from Facebook simply for that reason. But with all mm -hmm. that happened with Harvey, I realized mm -hmm. when I saw all my family and friends, you know, keeping in touch with each other, letting each other know, you know, they're safe and everything. It made me see it in a new way. Uh, where I like the I'm good like, side of social yeah, media. like I need to stay in contact <laughs> with people I care about, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm going to use Facebook for. So, I think that's what most people do. Yeah. Um, I just don't stay there for too long before you get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Facebook is just a weird. I was talking to people at my church about how Facebook is just a roller coaster of emotion, and evidently there's like they did experiments on like how uh like what if facebook could like facebook did an experiment i don't know of, like how, if they could change how people posted so what they did is uh without telling people they like took a bunch of negative people's posts and put it on people's like timeline so they'd scroll through and then of course eventually 
people posted people who would usually post cheery stuff started posting sad stuff obviously because all they were seeing on facebook was sad stuff sad stuff <laughs> yeah um i get that i think i uh in in regards to you know the you know the thing about uh your your circle becomes mm-hmm. tighter because you you unfriend mm-hmm. people you disagree with yeah you heard about that stay in an echo, echo chamber. chamber right yeah i make sure when i disagree with someone to stay their friend yeah, that's sure. one of those things. I'm like, you know, that was I disagree with you, that but I did as well. Man, we we've known each other for so long. I'm not going to worry about that. I need and your opinion. Crazy. I ne- you need you need you need dissenting opinions. Yes, you need them. Um, it keeps you well rounded. I feel like that's just oh, that's a huge topic in and of itself. That yeah, probably explains some. That explains so much about like American from American politics to discourse in general. How yeah. like this whole unfriend thing nature of people that you don't like or disagree with has become a thing yeah so it's basically made it so that people aren't willing to have conversations they're just like i don't want to talk to you mm-hmm. because you challenge my belief system yep and that's not healthy that's not good yeah, because you then, gotta get challenged man yeah it, it literally destroys the whole foundation of the democratic like thing of ideas it makes but it so that we won't get into whatever. that too deep because we, we won't yeah, we could, <laughs> bro. That would be a whole. We'd need a whole start a whole different podcast for that. Oh no! Uh, oh no! And I wouldn't. I don't know if I have it. I, I need to start another I don't podcast. Know. Politic podcast? No, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Bruh. I'm good. Bro, I don't even think I would want to do politics per se. Just, just ideas. Ideas got you. People being dumb. No, I got you. <laughs> but eh, that's All another right. time. Well. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll be back. We'll uh, we're back, guys. Yeah, we guess who's back. back? We are back, back again. again. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the C squared. All right. Uh, y'all have a good day. Later, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye.